0: Welcome to Totes Faves, the podcast game show, where we battle to rank everything in the known universe. Tonight, class is in session, and my teacher might be an
1: alien.
2: I'm Brandon. I'll see you at the bronze. I'm Zara.
1: If I was in the school of rock, I'd be the Asian nerd on the keyboard. I'm Deepu.
3: Welcome
2: everybody. Hello, Zara. Back to school. We're doing this a little late, but there was just a crisp chill in the air. The leaves are finally turning in November because the world is burning. And I thought it would be time to talk about schools.
1: And who has Mrs. Rucker for math fourth period? (laughs) Uh, Let's get this party
3: started. (laughs) Welcome, contestants. Define fictional schools
2: i think this is interesting is when i sent out the email saying oh how about we do like pop culture schools Deepa's response was
1: i thought it was places you got like trained on your pop culture etiquette like i'm in the school of ms j from from, from america's next top model
2: there should be such a school <laughs> we're all missing out I
1: it was just like a school of thought not um actual schools that exists in the world.
0: See, so what you're, you're talking about is what a lot of uh, young freshmen think
1: communications majors are. Oh, yeah, well, like <laughs> what they used to describe art, right? Like, <laughs> like when you're talking about like Renaissance art, you say what school? Yeah, what the artist school? Is from. The
2: background, yes, the context.
1: Um, but I'm much happier that it is uh, actual fictional schools uh, in the fictional universes.
0: And that's what we're talking about. So it has to be any school of any level where fictional characters learn about something. In a <laughs> and, school setting. Uh, I would in a setting.
1: argue that the school needs to be pivotal to driving the plot of the program. But we'll see. Yeah, We'll see if that comes out.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it has to be a piece of the, the main story. It can't just, just be like, because car- like, I was thinking about this a lot of times. I would be thinking of, like, oh, well, those are characters that, like, they're of school age and they mention school, but they might be in there for one
1: scene of a whole movie. Yeah, that's why I didn't pick That So Raven.
3: Like, Interesting. <laughs> this is the one. That- uh,
2: so, spoiler That's So Raven will not feature in the bracket. And sorry. so it'll
1: be featured in the podcast, but just not
0: as one of the
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, your
0: point on it was you wanted a school that you wanted to go to.
2: Yes, this was important to me. But we'll see how that unfurls. I
0: you was, was on, on both sides. sides.
2: Yeah. I left
1: out a couple schools that I didn't want to be in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like pivotal, I think... Pivotal.
0: P-
2: pivotal. Like pivotal almost a
1: character
0: characters. in the story.
2: Yes. Right? Yes.
0: That's a beautiful way to put it. All right. So let's get started.
3: Let, let's right? get this party started. Let's get this party
0: started.
3: <laughs> Battle begin. Round one. Xavier's School for Gifted Youngers versus Riverdale High School.
2: Wow, interesting pronunciation of Xavier, but I'll go with it.
0: Youngsters. Youngsters. And I'm surprised
2: she got four, but there we go. Um,
1: I can honestly say I don't know whose pick is whose in this one Interesting. you guys morphed into one human now and I don't know it's, who thinks
2: we've been together for five it. years now and it's finally happened
1: <laughs> it might not be what you think
0: Zara would you like to go first I'll
2: go first uh, my pick was Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters as featured in the, the comic the animated series and the movies X-Men yes We were talking earlier how this music track is so good, and it's a shame they don't use it in the movies. But the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters is a very fancy boarding school in upstate New York that I would call a little bit of like an upstate New York Hogwarts. It's a school for mutants or just privileged, gifted youngsters who possess a special innate ability, um, be it a psychic ability, be it, um, you know, fur. It could be anything. Um, If this topic lasts into later rounds, I will go into how I think there is a little bit of a hierarchy of student at Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters (laughs) based on ability. But you know what? That's true in every school. And for me, I pick this just because it's gorgeous. It is destroyed multiple times, and yet they always manage to build it back up. And it's just a fantastic place to learn you're taught by fellow mutants and so there's no not just s- any mutants just the x-men the
0: x-men themselves um
2: sometimes there's... although it depending on i don't know if it's canon or in canon brandon can school me but the a
0: pop culture schooling pop,
2: pop, a literal pop culture schooling the <laughs> school of brandon the school of brandon school of x-men to say like sometimes i feel like the kids know that the school is built on top of a secret, like, paramilitary base that's protecting um, Earth. And sometimes they don't, but it sort of also depends on, like, the skill level of the student. They do. But I like that. But they, the cool ones do. Know. They all know.
1: Only, only in the movies do they try to play with the trope like it's a secret. In the comics, it's very...
2: It's they're obvious. They're very they know what they're rare. in for. And, like,
1: oh, and,
0: and different parts in the comics, like, it exists in different places Ways. and dimensions. Yeah. The, so the kids know what something's going on. So
2: basically, on. this school is... Um, a school helping kids out who are ostracized from the normal world. They're extraordinary with a big capital X, and um, its it just seems like a cool place to be and to learn.
0: Okay. So, I picked Riverdale, um, which I'm kind of going from the standpoint of Riverdale High School from the Archie Comics. Not necessarily... Riverdale, the um, TV show. Uh, I've watched a couple episodes of that, and I tell you, I think I might love it, Zara. Oh, you watched I it without it me, so I don't know. I think it might be extremely up your alley. <laughs> uh, but I can, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riverdale, to, um, me as a child, because I used to really love Archie comics, was my idea of what teenagers were. <laughs> Like, they were the ultimate idea of teenagers, and that's because you try to think of what like the theme of the Archie comics are. Uh, and like, what is it? It's just teenagers ha- hanging out in high school. And literally, if you go back to why they made those comic books, it was the, the founders of Archie Comics just wanted to make comics about normal people that are relatable. <laughs> And that's literally what these people are. They're just like archetypes of everyone that you would know. You've got the jock, you've got the everyman, you've got the weird uh, the weird odd guy. Not necessarily the nerd. I would say Jughead's just like the odd, dark kind of character. Um, and in, it exists in a universe where you also have at that school... In that world, you've got Josie and the Pussycats and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. There's a lot going on in Riverdale High School. Sounds like a cool place that I would want to attend.
2: Here's my question: (laughs) Like, how does the TV series compare to like the school compare to the world in the comic books, which felt very like 1950s? um,
0: Well, well, so Deepu, do you watch Riverdale?
1: No, but I was also struggling to know how they could change the sort of like vanilla, boring yeah. life of the comic strips so, into a CW. Here's
0: the thing: so the the Riverdale, the Archie comics, uh, in the last five years ish, they started to like not aim at kids. They started to aim at the people, the millennials that grew up reading Archie comics, and they started to get a little dark and complicated. But
2: didn't he die? Did Archie die or get shot or something? Yeah, he got shot. That- yeah.
0: He got, got Archie got, got shot. shot. They introduced Kevin, Kevin the gay character. Oh, yeah. They, they started, started to like become more realistic.
1: Gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how dare they in uh, every town in the USA? Um, and so they started to evolve it. And it, the comics got really popular again. And off of that, they got the, the TV show. And, and the way I can describe the TV show in the little time I can say it is that it's cool because how it works is it's like Riverdale from the comics existed. And then a murder happened, and now like everyone's has a piece of the murder. Like someone saw different things and everything. So it's like Riverdale existed that we would know about, like the bubbly, cool, like not cool, the bubbly '60s Riverdale. And now a murder has happened, and all of the, the secrets are now
1: like emerging. And Is like- it just the end veneer for Clue? like a clue reboot.
0: <laughs> it's it's like just uh it's kind of twin peaksy in a way, like it's Oh, that's uh, giving it a
2: lot of credit. E. I put okay. a big
0: E. Like it's yeah. it's
1: it's um where everyone has a secret. Okay. Well, so like I clue. would love to have this movie guide <laughs> recap, but I'm going to get back to business because <laughs> we've got a school to pick.
2: Well, also like the imagine so you say there's like different archetypes in the Archie universe, but imagine all the jugheads were in one school, and that's Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters.
0: But but they just their power is eating like a big sandwiches. I'm just sure like, that somebody, it's is that. all
2: weirdos. It's all you metaphors for being gay and being different. So-
1: Zara, so, right, here's, here's the good news and the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is that I love that you included the New England backdrop as part of yourself or Xavier's
2: school. I mean, that's like 90%
1: States.
0: why
2: I yeah. want to go there. Well, that's so you're
1: talking about the New England
2: classic.
0: Yeah,
1: I love music. the Greenwich Quarter. Yeah. The bad news is I love the X-Men, but it has so little to do with the school. It, it, the school, but the is just school takes like a, them in.
2: <laughs> they don't have anything until the X-Men go no, and pick those kids up.
1: I get <laughs> Take it. Them I understand that it's like a, a like but like do I like name me five classes that get taught there. Um, we don't know. Night, danger
2: room night danger room <laughs> night crawler <Banff> room. <laughs> well it's a whole class. It's, whole it's class. just about band band It's <laughs> Bam thing for place to place. <laughs> Band. There's Band that room one. where they like zap things with their fire or ice. There's you're talking f- you about headquarters
1: underneath the school.
2: I don't know. Are they are one <laughs> yes. of the?
1: You don't know. I think that's the problem. I have to vote, not because I, I love where you're coming from. You just want to
2: be a mutant. I understand. I just that. want to be a mutant but and go to that school. I know you just
1: want to be a mutant that you and you love New England, but I have to vote for Riverdale. All right, All right.
3: let's move on. University of New York Versus Internet Pick Rydell High School Oh. Uh,
1: Well, I'm not the internet I'm (laughs) the University of New York Um, The University of New York Is where um, the main character Of Felicity, Felicity went to Um, And It's wonderful. So Felicity was this TV show created by J.J. Abrams. It ran from 1998 to 2002, which was eerily close to when Zara and I went to college. So it really defined a lot of experiences um, for me. Uh, But uh, Felicity was named by AOL TV to be one of the best school shows of all time. Uh, And the school that was the show was uh, University of New York, which is like basically a thin veil for NYU. It's a school in Greenwich Village and everything is centered around the college experience at University of New York. So we have like her having a crush on her RA or her getting drunk at her first college party and throwing up or her having a Wiccan pagan roommate for the first time. So it's like all this landscape that's happening, that happened to me, it happened to you, Brandon, it happened to Zara, it happened to you. I wasn't all
0: right, just like Felicity. Exactly. (laughs) Ben or no.
1: Ben or no. Um, And I know I have more time to argue for this, but I just have to quickly move on to, like, I've got to use my time to speak my voice. (laughs) That everybody thinks that Felicity got really bad ratings because of her haircut. (laughs) They moved it from a Tuesday night slot to a Sunday night slot Uh, and the ratings dropped before her haircut. So I just wanted to clear that space like Kanye had to do when Taylor Swift was winning her Grammys. Um, But I think it's just basically the best show that defined uh, like almost realistically what it was like to have a college experience uh, through the eyes of uh, Carrie Russell.
0: Okay so we did a internet pick this uh, time it's a new thing we're doing on today where through a random system that I've co- I've figured out we get a random pick from all of these lists that are on the internet and the, the random pick that we got was Rydell high from Greece um... Oh man
2: we're familiar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, So right away is where the characters of Danny Zuko Zuko, and
2: Olivia Olivia (laughs) (laughs) Newton-John
1: all go to school. Oh, and Rizzo.
2: Rizzo, Rizzo. Pink Ladies. Um, Putsy is one of the T-Birds, I believe. Yeah, I think it's a pretty
0: iconic school and it is definitely a character in that. And I
2: like how in it the kids run the school and the teachers are all... Idiot.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think it's, it's kind really of an interesting, interesting thing. thing but this, this kind of brings research. up the teachers are a piece mm-hmm. of the school. If you look at the school as a character, right? So, mm-hmm. Greece he has has the good like uh, Sid Caesar.
2: Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: hate Greece. <laughs> I <laughs> I hate it.
2: <laughs> I hate like so. This was my problem, and I might bring it up depending on what your guys's choices are later. That in this school, it's like, I'm not a pink lady. Like, I'm not a T-bird. I would be a Patty Simcox, and I would hate it. Yeah, Grease is only the cool kids. It's only the cool kids, and no. they're awful. And there's a and whole the- thing, like, he gets Rizzo pregnant and obviously would not stand by her. And Or she doesn't actually end up being pregnant, but she has a pregnancy scare. And it's that kind of thing. Like, this is a school of jerks, and I don't know if I want to be a part of it. Well, the nerds are actively made fun of. Like, aggressively. Yeah, as jerks.
1: And we don't like that.
2: Yeah. As a nerd, I don't want to attend Rydell High.
1: <laughs> also, if I hear somebody... Sing Summer Loving one more time at karaoke with six of their best friends. I'll literally melt.
3: Like <laughs> a
1: pile of hate. There's no room for that anymore. Be creative. Get out of here. Rydale High. Hello, University of New York, the first genius child of J.J. Abrams. Bros. Wow.
0: <laughs> Alright, well we know where we done all stand and done. there done and done. I won't even get into my uh, Views of the, the, how different The Rydell of the play is to the movie but, It's
2: unnecessary Because nobody
0: cares
3: <laughs> <laughs> Round 2 Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry Versus Riverdale High School Zara, I assume you're Hogwarts?
2: I am. And it's so basic. And this is something I just want to say to begin with. Like, I realize this is a basic choice. This is a quintessential um, fictional school that I believe many people want to attend. And as you listen to the beautiful, you know, I don't know what this is. Beautiful music. Harpsi- I want to say a harpsichord. It's uh, Hedwig's theme. It is Hedwig's, Hedwig's theme. They're bells. They're bells, sorry. <laughs> Scratch that. As you hear the beautiful bells, you imagine getting that envelope in your hand that says that you, you are going to Hogwarts. You are special. You are magic. You are a wizard, Harry. And it means that you get to ride on a beautiful magical train to Scotland, the most beautiful place in the world. And you get or a to go, car.
0: or a flying car, or
2: a flying car, or a bus, or a
1: death vampire horse,
2: <laughs> or the de- exactly, or just on a broom, um, or in a flue. But at any rate, it's a fully, I can't think of anything that's more magical. As told in the books, it was perfect. It was only elaborated upon in the movies. Just imagine going to school in a castle in Scotland with your fellow witches and wizards and you're learning magic. You're learning how to make yourself a better wizard. And plus, you can bring an animal and I would bring a cat. (laughs)
0: Wow, you really thought about that. I
2: have. No, this is one of those things. I think it's it's one of those questions like what house you would be in. And I think a lot of people say they would be in Gryffindor. And Gryffindor is only so big. And I know I would be in Ravenclaw, and I'm okay with that.
1: I know I'd be a Hufflepuff, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Every test that I've taken online, including the official
0: one, has placed me into Gryffindor. So I have that well,
2: you would be in Gryffindor. I think you would be in Gryffindor. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank
0: you. It's high words. praise.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to say anything except <laughs> about that. <laughs> but what I will say, Zara, for as much as I went down on your choice, on Xavier's School for the Gifted because it has nothing to do with the school, uh, everything about Harry Potter has to do with Hogwarts.
2: It's like, 100% the school.
1: moment of it.
2: And actually, yes. I will say when the book departs from the school, it's not as good. Yeah. It's, it's not, not as good. good it's actively. it's actively not good.
1: I mean, those those portraits and there's mo- those moving stairwells. They're and, ghosts. And the chambers, like everything, is all embedded in the like beauty of the school. That's the. That I, I will
0: one One thing I'll say about Hogwarts before I defend Riverdale a little bit is that um, I think J.K. Rowling is a good remixer and she, you know, takes a lot of elements from other authors. One thing I always thought was very unique was all of the rules and, um, legends and mythology behind Hogwarts.
2: And that's what makes it so believable. I think is that a school has rules. That's a real thing, especially in English school, especially in English boarding school. And so I like the idea of, like, oh, you don't go out to the woods after this time. Oh, you can't, like, you can go to Hogsmeade if you have a special permission slip. And it's like, of course you would need a permission slip to go to the wizard village and drink wizard beer as a child, which I never You're quite really understood. really
0: those rules, like a real Ravenclaw.
2: Yeah. Ravenclaws <laughs> like to operate within constraints. <laughs> yeah. I
0: I think – I I will say, uh, to just defend Riverdale a little bit, is that I think that it has that classic high school. And I'd say maybe – it's weird. I think millennials missed out on the Riverdale love a little bit because you had to be a comic book reader of a very specific kind (laughs) to get get into uh, Archie Comics of our age. Our parents – it was like all they had were comic books. So they they liked it. And then now all the new kids, Riverdale is like the new hot.
2: Well, it's like so, the OC or something. Yeah. It's like a new teen drama.
0: Yeah. Um, which yeah. That makes me feel that Deeper will like it because it has a real 90s – high school show feel to it definitely
2: i
1: just uh, like i think from... the fifth book of harry potter has a real 90s high school feel <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: Anxiety. the one where half the books in
1: caps locks
2: oh my god when there's lots of door slamming and like just get out of my head
1: <laughs> Ugh,
0: fifth book Oh,
2: fifth book um i can't defend that but i will say like i personally never liked the archie comics i thought archie was an idiot and a jerk and i didn't like how he threw like Betty and Veronica against each other. He
0: didn't do that. He really.
2: Well, Reggie did. And it's just like, I didn't like that world.
0: I understand. <laughs> I, rejected I would it. I would, be, I would not be upset if Hogwarts, of all things. I
2: know. But
0: we're showing our millennial colors by having a Hogwarts pass through.
1: I'll say that. I played a risk of not putting it on my list by hoping and praying that somebody else would put it on. (laughs) Oh, I
2: gotcha. It was my number one.
3: All right, let's move on. Rushmore Academy versus Starfleet Academy. Oh, two academies. (laughs)
2: The two exclusive two academies. academies. Two very fancy private two academies head to head.
1: I think that it's very clear that mine's Rushmore's and Brandon's.
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: um, I'll invite you to go first. Would you do like me to go
0: first? Okay, I invite you to go first. You invite that's me. That's a go classic first. Rushmore I hear, move. That's a real. I, I invite you move. <laughs> to go All right, here we go. I'm gonna try to sell you on a school that not only prepares you for adulthood. It prepares you for the literal unknown of the universe. And your major can fall into three divisions. Red, yellow, or blue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Starfleet Academy, originally founded in 2161, is located in San Francisco, uh, America of Earth. Um, You are admitted... From a competition exam where everyone meets in different parts of the world to, to see if they get into Starfleet. Um, Starfleet <laughs> is not like the earth. Everyone goes to Starfleet. You have to be at a certain, you have to be like the best of the best to go to, to, to be. Oh, at. It's like the Rushmore Academy of, uh, private oh, space. schools. Oh, yes. oh, space. Sure. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. I also love too that like they have they give you a, a psych exam where they literally put you up against your greatest fear <laughs> to see if you're uh, brave, um, but it's a four year program, uh, <laughs> some uh, five or six depending on how advanced you are, um, and you end you also get training on actual training starships, which the Enterprise was for a period. And it has the ultimate exam of you know, of all fiction, I think, which is the Kobayashi Maru, where it's literally
1: the unbeatable test. That is Starfleet Academy. Um, Brendan, I, I know I'm supposed to just go straight into arguing my own, but I, I'm a fan of Star Trek, and I, and I just want to confirm that... You're piecing together the parts of Starfleet Academy by bridging together like small moments of different episodes across all the different Star Treks, right? I would. There's like, there's not like a. Is there a piece of like uh, fiction that I'm meaning that's just about the academy? There are, or are. you like grabbing a TNG episode, listening to Picard talk about his days in the academy, and like Wesley interludes? That's or a piece of, of like a separate. That's a piece of know? it.
0: There's also many episodes where um, Starfleet Academy is a big piece of the plot um there's one episode where i mean uh, Picard's going off to give a lecture at the Starfleet Academy i mean uh there's episode where Riker gets like sucked Back into like a version of his past, like a a version of his future that involves Starfleet Academy. It's made of, uh, and in the the 2009 uh, Star Trek, it's like the first 20 minutes takes place at Starfleet Academy. Yeah. Um, I think, just to put put your whole thing about it being a a, a big piece and a character, is that kind of like Harry Potter, everyone in the, 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 the world of the Federation at one point went to
1: this school. So it's being mentioned constantly. It's it's part of their backstory. No, no, no. I wasn't questioning uh, it in that way. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like missing a giant trope. Of well, this I get fiction, me to right. the like, there should be a, a, there should a, be, a show that Starfleet uh, Academy. Well, I think there's a bunch of slash fiction. <laughs> yes. It's like, there should be
2: one that's the
0: Vulcan
1: the Vulcan Science Academy and Starfleet
0: Academy. So yeah,
2: this is so wait, I want to get I want to put a pin in Vulcan Science Academy because I want to bring it up after Deepu talks about Richmond. Okay.
1: okay, but the CW should definitely make a show called Starfleet Academy. <laughs> Um, so I picked Rushmore Academy, which is the premier school that is um, the landscape, the backdrop, the heart of the Wes Anderson film Rushmore. Um, I, For my arguments, I was just going to um, describe every club that's available at the, sc- at the school that Max, the main character, is in, which is shown through a beautiful um, flipping through of a yearbook set to some sort of dandy music. Um, but Rushmore Academy has a Yankee Review Club, a French Club, a Model United Nations Club, a Stampin' Coin Club, a debate team, a, a lacrosse team, calligraphy club, astronomy society, fencing team, track and field, second corral, the Bombardment Society, the Kung Fu Club, the Trap and Ski Club, the Rushmore Beekeepers, the Yankee Racers, the Max Fisher Players, and the Piper Cub Club. Like, Ooh. isn't that the best? <laughs> Also, any school or academy that can inspire beautiful musical soundtracks from Donovan, the Rolling Stones, the Vince Giraldi Trio, Mark Mothersboro, Cat Stevens. And let's not even forget about that beautiful screening of a play all about Vietnam. <laughs> it was my first foray into the world of Wes Anderson. So it's just like uh, it represents this like beautiful ideology of the landscape of a New England boarding school. Like, just done to, like, you know, Wes Anderson perfection, which is why I put it on my list.
2: Oh, uh, it's... It yeah, is one put- of my... It's also one of my, the first Wes Anderson I saw, and it's one of those things where I say, like... I want to say cool kids will say Bottle Rocket's their favorite, but Brushmore is my favorite. It's it was, so, so good. And it's, it's just such
1: a beautiful... Every single shot is gorgeous.
2: And it's interesting. So, going back to schools, I don't... It's inter- I don't know where... Um, he would be without the school, but he created all those clubs himself. Max did. So
1: I know. What a great school that lets you generate any clubs you want to make.
2: That's
0: true. <laughs> well, on the clubs, I just had to point that um, Starfleet Academy has a uh, European swordsmanship club. It has Paris... Uh, it's called a Parisi Squares, which is a type of very... Uh, uh, it's a future sport. And also Velocity, which is a holodeck-based sport.
2: So you know what other schools <laughs> make you face your fears? Hogwarts.
0: We're not talking. Yeah, about Hogwarts that's
2: right now. All right,
0: I know. True. But let's talk about Star Trek would be way ahead of that.
2: Just because it's Wait, in the but future. I don't
0: know
1: this. Do you um, love Wes Anderson, Brendan? Deeply. The same way that uh, okay, and so yeah, you know, uh, Rushmore, Rushmore is. Gorgeous. is uh, it would be
0: in my toast fave uh, Wes Anderson, of uh, five. I'd, I'd say.
1: Yeah. It should be in everyone's
0: top five of his movies, uh, but uh, I, I love that movie uh love it but again starfleet academy which is a, a place that i've never pictured myself going to rushmore i've pictured myself uh, daily attending starfleet academy
2: i worry i worry that if i went to rushmore i wouldn't have the like gall to start all those clubs and i would just be like i don't know doing AP English.
0: but he loves rushmore <laughs> He loves he Rushmore. He loves it. He doesn't in want to fact, He
2: compares
0: her uh, to Rushmore. He compares the, 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 the love teacher, in, Oh teacher love interest. interest to <laughs> himself.
1: Um but and
0: so everyone is, else seems to be just Yang,
2: like not
1: it's just the school.
2: Oh Margaret right? Yang. It's no,
1: a, if Margaret Yang can start her own aviation club, Zara, I'm sure you would have started Oh you're right.
2: It's true. I forgot she started that club.
1: Yeah, And that play, could you imagine oh, that play. going to, your, to that high school play like, you know, your best friend is in it and you're like, oh god, I have to go to this play and then you get there and it's all about the Vietnam War
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: Like, it's magical
2: Brandon, I'm only learning towards Rushmore because I'd, I almost want to see more about that Vulcan school
0: the Vulcan science academy Where they
2: like put you in a box and zap you every time you get a wrong answer It's more of a bubble a bubble, a sorry. Bubble. It's a holographic bubble. <laughs> but like that, <laughs> I, I want to see more a- stories about that. I mean, that's been,
0: that's appeared in many episodes too.
2: Well, it's great. But, um, I just want like, that's the one. That's the Can answer, say, uh, okay. uh, some other
0: interesting facts to help sway you is that Starfleet Academy's motto is "Ex asteris Scientia," which means from the stars knowledge. Okay. I think it's it's, it's kind of cool.
2: So do you think like are, is blue always doctors?
0: Well, it's like a blue or like a more like a turquoise turquoisey and like uh DS9. Yeah, they,
1: in Voyager it was a green, like a greenish
0: turquoise. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's, that's nice like stuff. science and then you've got engineering.
2: Oh, yellow, orange. And then
0: command, which nice. I think it's cool that people are like trained for command.
2: Well, it's basically air force.
0: Details. It's like West Point.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like at point, point exactly. with science
0: mixed and in and Which West I always West find West very West interesting West Where West they would be at, like be being trained change. How to like pilot these massive ships And fight and shoot But then also science based things at the same time It's like a nerd's dream
1: <laughs> But my big problem too Even though I, you know I'm not voting for it Is that my favorite Like my Star Wars number one crush Is um Chakotay And he got kicked out of the academy <laughs>
0: That's true he was uh he, he was a rebel he was a rebel he was a rebel um but he ended uh he, but so um the, he would be considered here we go, watch how deep this knowledge goes uh, he would be considered like an enlisted man, and enlisted men can go into starfleet academy later on to take classes like uh he wouldn't adult he can barely learning. get home. He got home very late. He's very late to come back.
2: Oh, I just looked up Chakotay. He's, he's a Native American. He's very handsome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he goes on. He takes um, Captain Janeway on spirit quests.
2: Oh, no, he doesn't. That's just, he does. That he is... Is...
1: Voyager, Voyager, you'd be very
0: into. I,
2: I would be That's into the one this. with the female captain. Oh, I know who Janeway is.
1: <laughs> she knows.
2: I know who Janeway is.
1: Zara and I and you, Brandon, we could all start a Starfleet Academy club at
0: Rushmore That's what I want to do.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry, Brandon. (laughs) It's
1: fine.
0: I mean, I I have the internet behind me on this, I know. (laughs) But we'll move Rushmore ahead of
3: Starfleet Academy, guys. Sunnydale High School versus University of New York. I want to just skip
1: even arguing for Sunnydale <laughs>
3: This is <a> hard <laughs> because combo. it
1: blows University of New York out of the water. <laughs> Thank you. I needed that music cue. Sunnydale High is the high school um, that Buffy and her gang uh, go to while fighting off vampires and an assortment of villains. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really contested because, like, isn't this a joke? Like, doesn't Sunnydale go through automatically, or should I argue for it now?
2: Tell us more about it before I agree with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here are just some facts about Sunnydale High School that contributed to the greatness of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So for those of you who haven't watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's like... Maybe sixty percent vampires as the villains, and then the other forty percent are other just sort of like uh, spooky supernatural. Well, and the vampires and are always the ever-present villains, and then there's they are, monsters but of they the week. You don't weak. the full villain space. There's also two seasons where the main villain is actually not a vampire.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, demon. Um, So
2: tomato tomato Sunnydale.
1: Here's some here's some notes of what happens at Sunnydale High that the gang um, uh, takes care of a foreign exchange student who's a mummy, teachers who are actually praying mantises who sleep with male students and then eats them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Inside of the basement is the gateway to hell called the Hell Mouth. What? What's that? The principal at the end of season three is actually just a giant basilisk <laughs> 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 who eats half of the school in one bite? And then the best part, and I think this is a note that we can all get on board with, is that all the coolest kids in class who are actually not the coolest, they're the losers, but they're the ones that's saving Sunnydale every day, just hang out in the library. And like most of the shows then be like, oh, we better do internet research. <laughs> like, Willow, get on the computer and look something up on the internet. Like that's part, and that's part of the school. Like the library is the center to it. Also, just in terms of it driving the show so much, I think at least the season two. In season three, finales happen at one of the most like two of the most prominent events that define high school, and that's the prom and high school graduation. I want to so they're like using tropes of high school to like guide the show along.
2: I want to chime in here and say that the the basilisk finale, graduation day, is one of like the best two parters in the show's history. That ends with the school being completely destroyed.
0: So that this is X Sunnydale. X,
2: no, but they, it's, it's sort a of, little crater. Yeah. It's rebuilt. rebuilt.
0: in the last season.
2: Yeah, it gets rebuilt. Everything's okay. But that is one of the best episodes ever, and they do such a great job of combining like all the tropes of prom and graduation and everything with chaos and monsters, and it is oh, so so when, good. When, Angel
1: shows up to prom and they play uh, lazy Stars, Wild Horses, and it's like, Angel, why are you here? It's so cruel but so tender. Uh, it's just, it just defines everything about high school, like the angst, the emotion, the zombie teachers. <laughs> like
2: every, uh, or the, the love story between Giles the librarian and that other teacher who's tragically... Kill
1: You mean the digital Wiccan?
2: Digital
1: Wiccan. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the Digi Wiccan? Yes. Yeah. Mrs. Callender?
2: Mrs. Callender. so for me this is no it's context great. contest just because I still haven't seen Felicity and that's a f- something I'm embarrassed is, uh,
0: about. I'm I am I, not, not even I, I don't even ask this question. I'm sure that probably one of your favorites is uh Giles. Giles, right? Giles. You uh, must Giles. love him.
2: I love Giles. I loved Wesley, the nerdy other guy who joined <laughs> later. Um, I loved it. I love Buffy's one of my favorites. The only reason why I didn't have it on my list was but to I attend was, this school is this, so. This was my point. Actually, to, like
0: you have a, it's, it's like being a red shirt exactly. On Star Trek.
2: Everyone else in the school is a red shirt. So this was my. This is why I actually didn't have it on my list because I was like. I would be the one get t- either turning invisible because everyone started ignoring me, which is a real plotline from the show. <laughs> I would be the one who gets picked off by by some Spike and Drusilla, and turned into a vampire, yeah. but then like immediately gets killed. Like it's like <laughs> I wouldn't no, last true. long. And I had to step away from I had, I
1: had to, have to, have to step to away to from my rule right. of wanting to be in the situation just, just because it's so. so it's like. It's You're such dead. about high school. yeah. You know, like, it's such about high school.
2: And also, Buffy's bullied really badly. And especially in the later seasons. Yeah, I know. She
1: has, to, she has to leave Sunnydale and changes her name to Anne and becomes a waitress in New York City. Yeah, yeah. that's
2: true. <laughs> that said, I am picking Sunnydale over the University of New York.
0: All right. Woo-hoo. The other Wiccan did not win. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Springfield Elementary versus Walkerville Elementary. Weirdly, the elementary schools have ended up
2: together. (laughs) The academies and the elementaries. The
0: academies and the elementaries. Zara.
2: Sure, let me get my little thing. Yes. So I am talking about Walkerville School Elementary School, which is featured in the show The Magic School Bus, also a popular series of books from the mid-80s. Aimed at smart... (laughs) like awkward nerdy children um like myself did
1: you just just figure this out
2: (laughs) and then you played the music
1: and it's like oh my god this is some stupid british thing no
2: (laughs) this is an american thing that was later adapted by pbs (laughs) (laughs) so in this popular book series um there is a teacher called ms frizzle yes that's ms frizzle not miss nor missus who has incredible, um, like 1950s house dresses that change pattern based on where they're going that day. And she leads her class onto the magic school bus for a field trip, but it's a magic school bus. And so instead of going, um, to just a normal boring old museum, they go inside the human body or in space or inside waterworks or inside a hurricane. And it was magic. It was cool for a little kid who loved looking at how things worked, which was actually another popular children's book, the way things work. It was the ultimate of that. And also the drawings were very vivid and amazing. And I wanted all of Ms. Frizzle's dresses and it just seemed like a great place to go to school because why go on a boring field trip when you can go on a magic school bus?
1: So,
0: I don't think it's a stretch to say this is one of, if not the most iconic elementary schools in pop culture. Um, It could be either the worst school in the country to attend, or the greatest, um, considering in the many years that The Simpsons has existed, uh, so much has happened at Springfield Elementary School. It would be kind of like with South Park Elementary School, it's like the center of Everything in the world. <laughs> uh, it is full of classic characters like Groundskeeper Willie, um, who has retirement grease traps, uh, uh, and Super Nintendo Chalmers, uh, Principal Skinner, Miss <laughs> who, uh, and such amazing characters like Ralph and Nelson. Uh, it's... It is an indispensable part of The Simpsons, and it would not be the same show without it. I don't even want to. I don't want to get into all the references and quotes and everything. It's just some of the best episodes I think center around thus just the school. Um, and it, considering I watched so much Simpsons as, as a kid, and we used to quote it so much in my own school, I feel like the two of them are almost tied together. In a weird way. Do they go inside
2: the human body? Do Uh, they go to space? It's The Simpsons, (laughs) so
0: yes and yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But Brandon,
1: I need to to have you answer a question for me about just the. I know it's a little late, episode twenty-six, to be asking about the rules of the game. Mm -hmm. But when we pick our totes Totes faves, faves. Like, what if you think something's a really good answer, but you actually don't really like the show? Do you know what I mean?
2: Simpsons suffers like, from a thing where I Carol don't... Dream? It's almost like... It's not quite at family guy level, but I know it's smart. I know it's good, but sometimes the people who like it are annoying.
0: The Simpsons, you have to... You know, like, when a friend disappoints you so much that that they become dead to you? The Simpsons, I feel... For a lot of people, if not most of us, it's dead to us now. Like it ended It ended sometime in the late nineties. Yeah. Um I think, I think it had a good seven years. And now you can't talk about <laughs> things afterwards.
2: But mine's
1: even part of the earlier ones. Not that Zara's mom is my mom, but it like it's as if Zara's mom was my mom and it's like it's sort of read.
3: Like, I, well, yeah, my mom this,
2: didn't let me watch
1: sort of it. Weird.
2: Yeah, it's very vulgar. That said, I love like the episodes with Mrs. Verbaul and Skinner.
0: Yeah, yeah those those ones Those, those characters become real fleshed out things. I love the episode where um, pr- you learned that Principal Skinner stole another man's identity in Vietnam.
2: Oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's just like a complex, funny, weird
1: idea. But um, well, what about when Mrs. Frizzle wears chunky earrings?
2: Oh, and the earrings are like Saturns and her dress is stars. It's a, it's a, it's, if
0: you're at Walkerville, you're only having a great time if you're in the school bus.
2: Classroom. Well, you know, it's something that's important that I considered was at this elementary school. It really only seems like they have eight kids per class. And so think of the learning.
1: And it's all a very class diverse are, class. I think they have one diverse. of all of them.
2: They have one of every. Every. <laughs> they have one of every. <laughs> one of every. The Simpsons does a
0: pretty good job of one of every two, I would say.
2: Yeah. Um, it has yeah. one of every. It, it has even has literally a Ralph. one of. It has literally one of every. It has a
0: Ralph. Does Magic School Bus
1: have a Ralph? Yeah, it's called I, Ralphie. Yeah. It
2: Has a Ralphie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ralphie was uh, a heavy-set boy with dark brown hair that falls across his and forehead as described in the magic school I was
0: wicked. We we didn't even know <laughs> what the magic school bus's school is named.
2: Does it have a <laughs> name? I know that's the Camilleville. You
0: said it was called all oh, this the school. Oh, yeah. Like it, it's it's just like it's not a
1: character.
2: It's that's that classroom. You oh, right. I mean Zara, I think I'm going gonna... to have
1: to go with the Simpsons because you didn't pick the magic school bus. You picked Walkerville Elementary. So you
2: would have counted the bus as, like, a mobile classroom? Yeah.
1: It's just a classroom. No, it's a school.
2: It's a school. I know. It seems like a technical... Wait, do you think? (laughs) It's fair, but... Do you think the other classes at Walkerville are, aware, are aware and do they get to go in the magic school bus? Well or is it only Miss Frizzle? Classes class?
0: above the magic school bus class would have been through it. And they'd be right? like, Oh, oh man. No.
2: You've got Miss Frizzle. But maybe,
0: but maybe like so, so Yeah, that, like going into a bubble. hole. <laughs> We lost- like oh man, that was a crazy year where I lost three of my friends. one was uh thrown inside of a spleen, and we one's lost on one's on <laughs> a red
2: blood cell
0: one one's blood <laughs> boiled in, in the vacuum, vacuum in space.
2: of space oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well if, if you're gonna bite me on a technicality, I guess i like, fine, it's just, just it's innocent. just this is about
0: schools and it's just, true. you know what I mean? I don't know, Deepa, do you agree with me? Do you think I'm being
1: petty about that or, or what? No, I just think like I, I really didn't know what the school was. I mean, but that's hard because the whole thing's about school. So like are we really talking about physical schools or like the embodiment of a school?
2: Yeah, and it is, I mean, right? the book is very big in that I think it was a 80s, early 90s thing of like schools anywhere. Schools wherever you are learning.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I guess that might be too yeah, conceptual. School. I much, I, I much
0: preferred prefer
2: a hard fi- the
0: realism of Springfield, <laughs> the gritty
2: school. realism,
0: where children yeah, like that dress up like, like, ah, like Florida again. with two
1: mattresses
2: <laughs>
1: tied around them.
2: I'm fine, fine.
1: There's a new metric that goes like, "How rigorous is your school?" and it goes from Mrs. Frizzle's bus to the Vulcan Science Academy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Those are like the two ends of the spectrum. I
2: know. I would put her in the middle. I would put like, what's it called, uh, Ryan L. at the end. No,
1: no, just the <laughs> or Ryan like hoodlums are running.
2: Hoodlums. Miss Frizzle, they're learning. They're sitting quietly and learning.
1: That's true. <laughs>
3: An ultimate round, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry versus Rushmore Academy.
2: I feel, oh, this is hard. I feel like they're two sides of the same coin in a way that doesn't make any sense at all. Uh,
1: yeah, I was going to say they're like uh, two sides of like, like, do I want to be an earnest, good human or do I want to be a too cool for school Joan Jet? You know? Yeah. We're not Joan Jet, but like you know what I mean, like a, an art semiotics major, right. or like the rest of the world,
2: like English lit, sociology.
1: <laughs> yeah, sociology. Um, um, Brandy, what what are you thinking? These these are our choices. You're sort of like a you're a novel human. I, in this. I no, I, I almost think it's not a competition. I think it's not a competition either, but I wonder if we're all thinking it's well, not a competition. One in this has direction. an aquarium and one does not.
2: Wait, has which one has an aquarium? Well,
1: one has a lake with
0: things oh, inside of it.
2: Yeah, that's completely different. Oh. I was like, oh, not what? <laughs> One has mermaids in an aquarium. No, because in Rushmore, he's
0: trying to build the aquarium. Oh,
2: right, right, right. And he fails. Well, you know what? I think this is a, I think a a major point in Hogwarts favor is that Hogwarts provides the environment and all the opportunities and the cool extracurricular. Well, well, because
0: Rushmore, everyone else is rich and he's on a scholarship, which is like his secret. But.
2: Oh, that's Every the same one thing gets true into Hogwarts. about um, Colin Creevy. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Colin Creevy was really poor. You
2: know what's weird? Yeah, remember
1: Harry Potter was
0: rich. rich.
2: Isn't that weird? Like now, yeah, actually rich. looking back, it was
0: it. it was lazy writing. It was the, it was a way for her to get around a lot of things.
2: The fact that his like he was living with muggles because it's
0: like oh because no because the whole thing you wouldn't have the, like oh where did he get all the money to get all of his stuff for Hogsmeade? It was like oh let's just give him a shitload of money.
2: Yeah. Right. You're right. A lot
0: of things. And in, 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 in I love Harry Potter and Fight Me All You Want. But so much of her writing is just writing conveniences.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. Though. It's so magical. I mean, yeah, she named the werewolf Professor Lupin. Uh, like,
2: that's on. my favorite book, book three. I love Professor Lupin. Um, that would be my favorite class. Defense against the
1: Dark Arts. I mean, that's a duh, right? Oh no, it seems too so athletic. That'd be like gym class. I'd no, have to no, shower no. after.
2: I would say, so I, would, I
0: would say, Defense against the Arts. That'd be a great class, but it was only ever a good class once, and that was with Lupin.
2: Yeah, but he's it such was a good teacher. An awful
0: he's class. A, oh all yeah, the all, all the, the other
2: leaves. bad ones came in like Umbridge. Oh, oh, I would, I would take
1: Trelawney's class what? and be great at it. Which one? It, where you like read tea oh, leaves? Oh
2: yeah, that'd be so. Trelawney, be so the
1: divination. <laughs>
2: No, I would. I would like Transfiguration with McGonagall.
1: Yeah, she'd be like stern, but you'd
2: probably you know, have yeah. Transfiguration.
0: I think you actually learn stuff in that class.
2: Yeah, it spells.
0: All the other teachers are just not yeah. good teachers.
2: Well, uh, books. I don't know. You can figure it out.
1: Lupin was a good teacher.
0: Lupin
2: was like really.
1: Uh, Fl- Flitwick was a good teacher too.
2: Yes.
0: Well, I'm, that's true. Like, Hermione was learning in Flitwick's class at least.
1: She could make the feather go. <laughs> I think the fact that we could just spend the next 20 minutes talking about the, like, syllabi at Hogwarts <laughs> means it went <wins laughs> round.
0: <laughs> Name one teacher other than the hot one
3: at
1: Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, it was just, it, 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 there's not another teacher in the movie. <laughs> Fair
2: enough, moving on. <laughs>
3: Sunnydale High School versus Springfield Elementary. So I don't think I have a chance here, if I'm going to be
1: fair, right?
3: Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> I mean, no, no, you have no chance. <laughs> yes, yes, you
1: have no chance.
0: <laughs> like, I, I, this, this, I don't know. It, I, I get it. Sunnydale seems like a great place to set a story. It's a great invention. But it,
2: I would say also Springfield, the school is just one part of it. It's about the family. It's about the home. It's about Homer's power plant. Like, there's all these different, very well done, drawn out areas and stories within it. But Sunnydale, a huge, the heart of it, the hell, the mouth, hell mouth of, of it. Is yeah. The
1: school. There's also not anything like particularly unique. About Springfield,
0: like it, that's like it, a it genius, but, I mean, help. but that's kind of the genius of it is that it's, it's made like to be anywhere, no, but it's made, it's to, to, yeah, it's it's made, made like to be like any school. town, any town, like Springfield yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah. exist anywhere. Like, I mean, it's, it's that's why they picked the name Springfield because every state has a Springfield,
1: yeah. yeah. I guess if there was like a digital Wiccan that was in the cast, like I could, I would maybe think about it. There's Millhouse. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I forgot the Millhouse was a digital wicked in season six. <laughs> oh, I'm writing that fan fiction tonight. All <laughs> this right, is let's move on.
3: Ooh. Final round: Sunnydale High School versus Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Ooh, Defense Against the Dark Arts.
1: I literally don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to do. <laughs> this is the best final two round that's ever happened on this podcast.
2: It's this is oh my god. This is like an ask the audience situation almost. <laughs> it's so wide reaching. But I what I like is I can imagine the like Buffy and Willow and Xander, Cordelia, really, everyone. In Hogwarts and just like ruling the school.
1: Yeah, they would be head prefects.
2: Yeah, they would be such badasses there. It wouldn't even be a question. But I don't know. That doesn't really reflect the school. That's more of the characters attending the school. Because they they just take risks.
0: We've got two schools where a bunch of dark magic stuff is happening, and a small band of people that are the teacher's favorite. Who battle the dark forces? Yeah, yeah. They, are they are very similar in the library. They go, there's, they, lots they, but there's lots of yeah. libraries, and there's a there's the the one that has uh, like the chosen one with special powers, and then there's the smart the smart Helper, nerdy girl,
2: yeah,
1: and then there's
0: Ron yeah. Weasley. and a
2: doofy guy. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's the same.
1: I do is Xander is Ron Weasley, obviously <laughs> Xander is Ron
2: Weasley, <laughs> <laughs> <obviously. laughs> yeah. And then there's Uh, Faith. Who's
1: (laughs) Parvati (laughs) Pertel? She's a waste of (laughs) breath.
2: I don't
0: know. I... I, So these are two places, like I said, with with Starfleet Academy. I've pictured (laughs) myself in my nerdy moments, what it would be like to attend it. But I will say, you could picture yourself... Everyone can picture themselves at Hogwarts. Not everyone can picture themselves at Sunnydale.
2: Because you'd be dead
0: in I know. Well, well that too. Funny, but I mean, but like, there's, there's, a per, there's a house and a place for everyone in Hogwarts. Not
1: if not you're, you're a muggle. A muggle. Which
2: <laughs> upset me, because I did think about that. I
1: probably, I'm probably a muggle. I'm at home, and you guys just disappeared from my life. You're not Parvati Patel? I would rather be a, I would rather be a vampire dust than a muggle. My is sunny.
2: <laughs> That's true. I mean, the nice part about um Buffy is that she's the chosen one, and of course, in later seasons, there's others another chosen one, and blah blah blah. But like all the other ones are just regular people who are helping out and saving the world, showing that anyone can save the world. You don't necessarily have to be. A wizard yeah. to do that.
0: But the, Neville Longbottom <laughs> saves the day. But he's, he's, a a wizard. Wizard. he's a
2: wizard? He's
0: a wizard. like the nerdy. But yeah, he's sort of the, the Willow. He's not a good day. No, no. Oh, Hermione. Hermione's,
2: Hermione's Willow. Hermione's Willow. <laughs> I mean, he's like the. Like, like uh,
1: the Seth Green. Green. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Seth Green was so cool. He was too cool for school. Yeah, he was
2: like in a band.
1: Well, and he was cool. a werewolf.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, here's, here's my last you self. The Giles. Later. The Giles. Well, Dumbledore's Giles. Oh,
1: trials. you're right. Let's admit that they both are wonderful schools that drive the plot. They both have the bells and whistles, but I really feel like Buffy the Vampire Slayer really gets some of the emotional notes of adolescence it's true. in like a three dimensional way that uh, J.K. Rowling sort of like writes oh, in two dimensional, being like, "Oh, I want to make out," but it's like, is that it? Just it? You know, you know, you might be swaying me on this a little There's
0: bit no, from you, that point. That point is a very good point.
2: She really taps into that. Age. Where I no, think, I'm sorry, he no, I will Josh say, does. and I don't sorry.
0: want to get into like crazy what? white man defending Joss Whedon territory, yeah. but so I'm saying this with a big uh, asterisk on here is that the idea of using all of the supernatural stuff to tell a story about. The weirdness of going through puberty in high school. He, Josh Whedon sticks the landing with both. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the I, don't like, the guys, oh,
0: I don't even know what the story is for Harry Potter other than like a weird ripoff of the hero's journey.
2: Well, and like stuff happens to him. And when it is the choir. I mean, we can,
0: go on, we can go on, we can rant forever about how messy J.K. Rowling was with writing. Like the story of Harry Potter.
2: like, also what, is like, like the what, we, Buffy, what do you get out of Harry Buffy Potter? Buffy revels in the quiet moments of friendship and love, and yeah. just yeah. teens hanging out. And Harry Potter is horrible at that.
0: dialogue. Is the plot non-existent. And the
2: mystery is amazing. The worst thing that's ever happened in Harry Potter is that when Harry, uh, the whole scene when they're Ron like, thinks that Harry and Hermione made out. Oh. And then, like, is so mad! And it's just, this is, it was like the most heavy-handed stupid run like people running away, and of course he comes back when you need him, kind of thing, story plotline. But, well, like, but
0: you know, I will say, for a point for the school, is that when you're getting back to that point of where the school. Harry Potter is awful
1: when it's not in Hogwarts. Right. Awful. Oh. Awful. There's just not even a moment in the first three seasons when they're not at Sunnydale. It's true. It's it was, only till they leave for college.
2: But you know what? I'm based on deepest point about.
1: No, I like deepest point.
2: The like small moments. I'm okay with putting
1: Sunnydale over Hogwarts. Oh, I vote for Sunnydale too. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna
0: say it's that. I like your point of. You, you, they. Both of these things chose a school to to tell a story, right? I think that Joss Whedon succeeded in using the school to tell that story. I do not think that J.K. Rowling told the story in the end through the school.
1: Yes. Period. Mm, yeah, yes. like they should have had the end of Harry Potter where Dumbledore turns into a snake and eats the whole school. <laughs>
0: like into a basilisk? <laughs> yeah.
2: There was, there, a, was there, a basilisk there was a basilisk. It's it
1: was like a callback in book seven where he just turns into a basilisk and yeah. eats
0: the school. And that's the
2: end. <laughs> yeah, and we, yeah. Solved we
0: solved those. it. We solved Harry Potter, guys. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Then there right. wouldn't have then to then be that
1: good. terrible prologue.
3: <laughs> Battle over.
2: The Toad's Faves fictional schools are number five, Starfleet Academy, number four, Rushmore Academy, number three, Springfield Elementary, number two, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and number one, Sunnydale High School.
3: Fave of the Week.
1: So every, uh, show we like to end with our favorite things that we found in the world. (laughs) Um, and I'm going to go first. I was thinking to myself when I was, when I was coming up with this, I told Brandon and Zara that, uh, I'd been working so hard the past couple weeks that I like, didn't really have time to interact with the world. And then I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I did, but it's only through the form of podcasts to help me distract myself from how abysmal work's been. So my favorite of the week is called uh, is a podcast called Off Book, the improvised musical on Earwolf. It's um, with Jess McKenna and some guy who's also very good and a piano player that's very good. Um, but it's basically all uh, improvised musicals that are done beautifully. It is. It is. I don't love musicals to begin with. I do like improv, uh, but for some reason, the combination of improv and musicals is like hitting a note that's like so clever. They've got awesome guests. I would suggest the first episode that has Paul of Tompkins because he's a god amongst men um, with comedy, but it is uh, fantastic.
2: Ooh, you had mm-hmm. me at Paul F. Tompkins because otherwise, musical improv is something oh. I do not like, but I w- I'm willing to have it do a ta- also, take a chance.
0: I would also say that. If it Paul of Tompkins is on a podcast now, it probably means it's good because he doesn't. He's very exclusive with which pod, which podcast he goes yeah. on. Yeah,
1: and, and Zara, I think for the both of you guys, there is a world of uh, improvised musicals, which is what I thought of, which was like closer to the like nebulous sphere of Wayne Brady. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, <laughs> like no, that has like a Wayne Brady <laughs> element.
1: Like this is something very different, like okay. very different. That's very good. Like it's it's it's, it's golden comedy. It's not like sacorny or like easy or generic.
2: Amazing. No offense,
1: Wayne Brady. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Wayne Brady.
2: Nothing I know he's a long time listener. Something <laughs> against you, Wayne
1: Brady. <laughs> sorry, Wayne, Wayne Brady. Um, so Zara, what like what's what have you been getting into?
2: <laughs> so natural. This is just how we talk. Um, my favorite of the week is a book that I'm in the middle of, which is Philip Pullman came out 12 years later with, um, a new book in the Dark materials series called the book of dust. And it's, it's, it's the first book in what's going to be a trilogy. But, um, if you're familiar at all, the golden compass, the subtle knife, um, and the third book, why am I blanking on it? But it's basically uh, the amber spyglass. Amber spyglass. And there's, those are three books I absolutely love. I'd say they're Harry Potter-esque, but much darker and better written and more complicated and dealing with themes of religion and um, government and society and love and like through the eyes of a child. And it's in a magical world where everybody's soul is um, an animal companion, which is something I love. Um, and this first book takes place before the golden compass so Lyra is a baby it came
1: out and i'm so excited
2: i'm so excited a friend this was two weeks ago a friend um instagrammed i have it and i was like oh my god and i immediately ordered it on amazon and got it two days later and i'm so excited and i read a chapter every night and it's just like getting back into that world is so amazing and he's such a good writer Um, it's the world of Oxford in this world that's sort of like our world, but a little different and they're different words for different things. Um, So, and I like how it's like magical esque without being full on, like we're in a world with gnomes and stuff. Nothing against gnomes, but it's like. I read
1: them every few years.
2: (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. I have to, I usually read them in like, actually about now, like winter time. It's a perfect winter read. And I have, yeah, I should give it a, a give it a go after I finish this one. Because it is, it does mention things. Like, you should read the, if you haven't read them, read the trilogy and then read this new one because it takes place before the first book and there are references to, like, that would be cool foreshadowing if you know what happens in the later books. And Brandon, what about you?
0: All right, so, I, uh, not gonna. I. I'm not gonna pick my the iPhone X, although I, the iPhone 10, although I do have one.
1: But, whoa! whoa! The humble brag. <laughs> what? Um, uh,
0: big man. Woo. Big news. <laughs> I am gonna talk about how much I love the an emojis and how Apple has done some weird stuff with iMessage in the past. Made some features like these these different apps that i that just nev- sometimes they just never catch on they're not great with social stuff they're good at other things but these stupid little animojis is the most incredible tech <laughs> that you'll see for something as trivial as making a poop talk uh but it works so well, and they're so fun. And Zara can speak to. She has seen it work. Wait, what are they? I don't so know. Like, I don't even know, you know what they're You know the emoji
2: is. shapes, like panda and cat and dog and what unicorn. Yeah. They have. You know how the iPhone X maps your face to unlock it? Like it scans. No. But it has a scans your face. <laughs>
3: so That's weird
2: which is weird and some people are very weirded out by it but you yeah. it scans your face anyway and so related to that um in the phone now it has a, what looks like a larger sized emoji and it'll use the face mapping technology to animate the emoji to say a message so you can record yourself as an emoji and then send that to people
1: no
0: it is
2: as seamless and <laughs>
0: fluid as looking in a mirror
2: yeah it is, <laughs> it is a waste of mind mapping or not face mapping technology
1: yeah but not <laughs> the most what what animal what animal do you pick for yourself the most Brandon I
0: like I, don't, I like the I, like I think the fox. fox is pretty cool
2: but oh, the cat
0: but Zara likes the cat I actually like the monkey the most I think
2: but I'll send it Debu mm. I'm gonna send you this morning Brandon cheered me up by Putting it in front of my face and letting me sing "Halo" Beyonce's "Halo" as a cat, and that. Oh, no, no,
1: I want that! Yeah, so I want just,
2: that. You don't want it, or you do? Yeah, you and it's want fun that. to see how the internet is has. So I'm going to send that to you now. It's well, fun to, to see how
0: the internet crazy. has embraced this crazy thing, and like people are the new thing, like is making karaoke with uh, little an emojis or creating little stories and sketches sketches with the an emojis. Um, I think this is just the beginning of an amazing uh, face. Facial mapping technology, I think, is going to uh, take us into weird, crazy, fun, interesting places, and some stuff useful too. I, it's a lot of weird little things we can talk about, but like, um, it's just a, an easy way for people to use computers for some for people that don't have that kind of like uh, the skill or the
1: the, the brain power to kind yeah. of create something like this. Um, it's amazing. Well, our next episode is going to be a, a live vlog where we're all. Um, Emojis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, would that be fun for everybody?
0: Wouldn't that be so fun. The podcast will just do they work an on an
1: iPhone five.
0: <laughs> uh, you can, I have you it. can send them to anyone, but you need the special sensors. It has a ton of little sensors to. It basically fires a uh, a mat, like a a ton of little lasers at your face while it's going on. Because, um, like I said, it, it's like. It it's not like f- Snapchat filters. Like it is, it has every muscle is mapped onto these emojis. Yeah,
1: yeah that, I'm, that I'm I'm feel d I'm feel. The, I feel like I need to tell you how I feel about it next episode. episode.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and this, I just sent you my video, and then you can weigh in later.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. So,
0: Deepu, where can uh, people find you while you're not an emoji?
1: Uh, you can For follow now. me on Twitter at Murdy dot <laughs> twitter. dot <laughs> com. Just kidding. At bpmerdy. Or every Thursday night, you can uh, see me on my improv team, the Fancy Boys, at Steel City Improv Theater. I like that name. Mm, yeah, we also have three women on the team.
2: Oh. Oh. oh women. Um... Zara, where can I find you on
1: the internet?
2: You can find me on Twitter at ZaraFS. I don't post too often, but you can watch the show I work on, Watch It Happens more. Live, more. more. I use it for work, basically. I'm on. Um, I help produce Watch What Happens Live on Bravo Sunday through Thursday nights, live at eleven at night. And my new project is Half Moon Guides. It's all of the information I get from traveling to different places. I put it into a giant list of favorite restaurants and places to check out in certain areas and then i send it to you so i have every i'd say week or so i've been posting a new guide and my newest one was sort of a survival guide to Times square which is a horrible it's fantastic but it's um inspired me because he had friends looking for dinner spots there so i wrote out wrote him a list and so i put that made that list into like a bigger blog post of just like every bar and delicious thing you can have there uh, if you have to go to a you know, a theater show or meet parents from out of town or deal in that area at all, which is horrible. It's the best of how you can survive.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BB and my comedy history project, laughing historically on YouTube and Instagram at laughing historically. And lately I've been helping to produce uh after Trek, which is the star Trek talk show, the watch it happens live uh, for Star Trek, <laughs> uh, and that's on uh, CBS. CBS All Access. CBS All Access, yeah. not actual CBS. The digital version of CBS. The future. The future, because it's it Star, Star Trek. Trek?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you learned in Starfleet Academy.
0: Yes. yes.
2: Um, and if you like this show, please, please write and subscribe. Toad Space, wherever your podcasts are found. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So check out totes faves there for any updates on future episodes.
1: And this week in our Apple Podcast review section, let us know what you really think about Brandon being a Gryffindor. <laughs> you know, you know I am. I like, know what you. do you really think? So
2: for most people I don't buy it, but I really think Brandon's Gryffindor. And I, I leave it to the, the audience. The world you can let us know
1: what let you really Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, in world.
2: <laughs>